Hey listeners, if you've enjoyed Vision Slightly Blurred so far, please leave us a rating at Apple Podcasts. We greatly appreciate it. Photo Shelter presents Vision Slightly Blurred. I'm Sarah Jacobs. And I'm Alan Murabayashi. Sarah, question. Yeah. Are photographers ruining, like, everything? <laughs> um, you need some yeah. context? You need to, oh, you already agree. No, sorry. Give me some context. Well, I saw this article... <laughs> couple weeks ago and it was all about in california how they've had a lot of rain and so the poppy fields on the mountains Uh have been really blooming Uh this vibrant orange um and so people have been going out into the mountains like never before to to take their insta of the mountains and in areas where there's clear uh signs saying do not pass this area people are just going in and trampling they're trampling all the poppies? They're just trampling over everything with sort of, they're like so into getting the Insta that they don't care about the rules. They don't care about what damage they might be doing to the environment. It reminds me a couple of years ago, there were these knuckleheads from, from Canada who came uh, into the U.S., went to Yosemite to the Grand Prismatic Springs. Mm-hmm. And where there's a clear thing saying, don't come to the springs. Um, you know, one of the reasons is because they can be extremely dangerous. Yeah. They just went out there and they took their YouTube video and fortunately they were actually arrested and they I think they did some jail time. Oh my god. But I just feel like because photography is so accessible now and so easy to create and everyone wants that like on their Insta mm-hmm. that we're going out and we're doing these crazy things for photos that <laughs> like what is it for? like if there's a million photos from the poppy fields and you have 500 followers on your Insta. Do you really need to go and go past the line and like trample on the poppies? No, don't trample on the, don't poppies. Trample on the poppies. Yeah, and actually, I, I was I was reading about the poppies as well, and an estimated 50,000 visitors were Instagramming this year's Super Blooms. I mean, it's yeah. it's an unprecedented number of people, yeah. and. You know, it's partially fueled by social media, right? You hear that the super super blooms are happening and you see a photo. And I think some some people are just nature lovers and they do want to go see the poppies of in, course. in life. Yeah. But then why do you ha- why can't you just stand away like everyone else and take a photo? I know. You gotta follow the rules, guys. You gotta read the signs. There's just so many examples of people wanting the photo so badly. I've I've been in museums where they say there are no photog no photographers allowed within the museums, mm-hmm. and my first uh, feeling is like that's effed up. Like yeah. I paid my entrance fee, why can't I take a photo? Yep. Until you realize, if people were trying to take photos of the exhibits in the museum, for which there's already a book, you know, every museum has a book of every exhibit. <laughs> yeah. People would be jockeying. For like the angle on the exhibit or the sculpture or whatnot, jamming up the workflow, you know, the the, the flow of, of people through, it just changes the dynamic of everything when people are trying to get a photo. No, that's totally true. I just went to the Frida Kahlo um, exhibit at the Brooklyn Museum and was so bummed to see no photos, you know, throughout the thing. And I'm like, but, but wait, I really wanted to Instagram this show. You know, and, and why did you want Instagram it though? What was it sort of like the social proof aspect? Like, I'm yeah. cool, I went to go see the Frida show, yeah, to- 100%. 
That's it. (laughs) (laughs) That is absolutely it. But you know what? It was weird. I still enjoyed the show, even though I couldn't Instagram it. (laughs) Well, there's this whole uh, line of research that says, you know, the people that are just trying to go and document that they were there Mm -hmm. um, have impaired memories of those those oh encounters. Oh my god, wow. Which yeah, is that's wild. different. The, so the newest research, research that I saw said that's different than a photographer who has an intention for taking the photo versus uh, everyone who's trying to Instagram story everything that's happening in their life. Yeah. Like they just don't, they don't even remember why they were there. Oh my god. You know, it's kind of like it's depressing. watching a TV show while you're surfing the web and like you're not paying attention to either. Right. right. Yeah, that is, I mean, that is such the opposite different approach than you know, a thoughtful photographer coming into a situation or scenario to document it specifically. I went to Auschwitz um, like two summers ago. Uh, It was the first time to to visit a a concentration camp and I decided to leave my camera at home. Mm -hmm. And I did take with my iPhone, like one photo outside with the the barbed wire um, fence just to kind of memorialize the visit and also like put it on Instagram. But, you know, I didn't take, (laughs) I didn't take photos while I was inside of the exhibits. Mm -hmm. And then just a few weeks ago in the news, I saw that Auschwitz had started putting up signs. Please don't take selfies on these railroad tracks. Wow. Um, And for those of you who don't know, they would literally bring railroad cars filled with people, filled with Jews and other um, maligned uh, social groups into the camps before they killed them. Mm-hmm. And so these rail tracks go straight into the camp. When people got off the camp, there would be a Nazi that was like, you go there and you go there. And the people that went to the right, it's literally like swiping right to death. Jesus. Like, no joke. And mm-hmm. so people yeah. are so screwed up. Like, they need to have the photo, the selfie of like smiling on the, oh the tracks. <laughs> yeah. And these are just instances where I'm like, Oh God, I wish the camera phone had never been like right. for all of the great yes. moments where you're taking photos of your friends or your family. Yeah. There's something about like photos or it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like that attitude that drives me nuts. Yeah, that was such a such a thing, right? Photos or it didn't happen. And now it just that's just become life. Another place that has sort of gotten ruined is the base camp of Mount Everest. Ugh. Yeah, they've they had to close it this year. Um, it'll be, it was, well, it was closed all of February and they had had 40,000 visitors in 2015, um, that had left eight tons of waste in the base camp. So people are just littering like when they go and like all kinds of stuff. Yes, that's right. There's also feces. (laughs) Yeah. So the government was going to clean it up. I'll, I'll bring it up. Because it was funny at the time. It's uh, the comedian Louis C.K. Um, oh, no, you know, he's not. Alan. He's not in good graces, but he had a, he had this observation. You know, he was an observationalist. Sure. Okay. And he he, he went on to like the Tonight Show or something, and he said, "These parents are going to their kids' recitals, and they're holding up their like iPads in front of their faces while their kid is like doing a dance recital." Mm-hmm. When the, the most HD version of life is like right in front of them, right. and they're putting this metal thing in front of their face. I know, and just totally blocking it. Totally blocking it, getting really crappy, shaky video. Yeah, you know, there's the school probably has like an official video, but there's something about taking your own photo. It's like every yeah. concert you go to, you see a thousand phones out taking the same crappy photo, same you know, just to put on your Insta for a few likes. 
I know. And that's why I think photography is ruining everything. Yes. Can we, oh God, you know what else? So not only is it ruining nature, yeah. there are, have you read about these like, or just gone to any of these sort of like Instagram museums? I hate them. I hate them. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Businesses designed specifically to be like Insta friendly. Exactly. Right. So there's the ice cream yep. museum. There's the Rosé Mansion. The Rosé Mansion. I I even went to a sushi restaurant that will remain nameless, um, where I walked in with my girlfriend. There was nobody else there. We sit down, and the guy tells us um, that the owner came up with a concept for the lighting to make the sushi as Instagrammable as possible. Oh, my God. And I'm thinking to myself, food, of course, of course, there's great food photography. And sure. of course, food can compel people to go to a place. Uh-huh. But shouldn't the food also be good? Uh, yeah. And, and shouldn't that be the, like the number one thing that they're talking about? Like, <laughs> our chef is from this place, and this is where we source our, our ingredients, and the food is really great. Yeah. And but, by the way, you can take photos if you want. Right. And, and, and the lighting is just good. Like, you shouldn't be told, oh, the lighting is really good for yeah. your photos. Yeah, I think them pointing that out is, like, particularly annoying. <laughs> So no, but and you the, know, and the food wasn't good. Wait, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Oh no! See, see, they needed that lighting. They had to tell <laughs> you to take the photo before you ate it, and post. Hopefully, you posted it before you ate it. No, the New York Times did a great write up about all of these sort of like Instagram museums, these like fake places, and uh, this is an example where like when photography comes into play, like actual photographers come into play that shot for the New York Times, which happened to be Amy Lombard and Jason Henry for this story. They got just amazing shots of these people, you know, in these like Instagrammable, picturesque, colorful places, just taking a ton of selfies. your friend, Amy Lombard. (laughs) Full disclosure, my close friend, Amy Lombard. (laughs) Yes, this is how I knew about the article. (laughs) Um, yeah, but anyways, I mean that's I've never been to one. It it's a Knock it's a wood. sad <laughs> sign of the times that we're so visually driven and social media driven that businesses are built around Instagrammability. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Of of their product. Yep. Totally it makes me sad. Well, you know the rent in Soho ain't cheap, Alan. Well, you got to sell a lot of raw fish. I understand the argument that marketing is marketing and you got to get people in, you know, and, and, and what's the difference between hiring a PR agency for $20,000 a month and or building a business around Instagram ability. But, hmm. you know, at the end of the day, if you hire a PR agency for your restaurant and the food isn't good, mm-hmm. they're not going to come. Right. If the crux of your business is built around PR and you're not worried about your product, that seems like the worst of every possible world. True. And I feel like right. we are living in some of that. Yeah. And photography and social media apps have kind of facilitated this world that we're living in. And it's really sucky. It is. It really is. Um, in the meantime, I can't stop Instagramming my food. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the hypocrite. Oh, by the way, uh, I Instagrammed my... What was the last meal that you Instagrammed? Uh, you know, I, I went to this Chinatown soft serve place and uh, took a really... Quite a nice photo of a Vietnamese coffee soft serve. Oh, I bet it was really got a, got a lot of likes. You oh, know? nice! And was it good? Was it actually good? It was okay. So here's the thing: <laughs> okay, it was now pretty I'm good. Deep dive into this. It was pretty good. Uh-huh. I got you know I don't have a ton of followers on Instagram, but I got you know like 150 likes, and okay. I felt good about it. Yeah. And I thought, oh, 
but you know, yeah. had I not taken that photo, would anything else have changed in the world? Of course not. No. They no. would still have customers. They have good PR. They're written about on the food blogs because the you know the f- people love their their soft serve. Yeah, it's true. Soft serve ha- was just like that was pre Instagram, you know. <laughs> pre Instagram delicious. <laughs> pre Instagram delicious. Hashtag pre Instagram delicious. So I guess what I'm trying to say is enjoy the poppies all you want yeah it, go to mount everest base camp yeah take some photos share it with your friends but you don't have to destroy yeah. the environment in the meantime totally you don't need to destroy the environment you don't need to like leave human feces you know at the base of mount everest take your feces with you take <laughs> photos and your feces with you and that's the episode <laughs> for the week <laughs> yeah words to live by <laughs> PhotoShelter is the online leader for photography websites and workflow tools. Archive, distribute, and sell your photos in a mobile-friendly, responsive website. Try one free for 14 days at photoshelter.com slash podcast. Then download one of our free educational guides at photoshelter.com slash resources.